Hi everyone, you're listening to Mary Read Scripture, a production of the Ephesus School Network. I'm Mary, and today I'll be reading and you'll be hearing from the Book of Romans. Let's begin, as we always will, by hearing Scripture. Today's reading is from Romans chapter 2, verse 5 through 8. But in accordance with your hardness and your impenitent heart, you are treasuring up for yourself wrath in the day of wrath and revelation of the righteous judgment of God, who will render to each one according to his deeds, eternal life to those who by patient continuance in doing good seek for glory, honor, and immortality, but to those who are self-seeking and do not obey the truth, but obey unrighteousness. Welcome back. Today's episode is airing a little late this week. Regardless of life's circumstances, the text remains and the voice of the scriptural God is still speaking. So let's tune in and continue with our work on Romans. The first word I would like to explore is the word translated as hardness in verse 5. This word in Greek is sklerotita. It is a form of the noun sklerotis. But in accordance with your hardness, sklerotita, and your impenitent heart, you are treasuring up for yourself wrath in the day of wrath and revelation of the righteous judgment of God. In Greek, this word literally means hard from being dry and is used to say that something is hard, obstinate, or perverse. As Paul is speaking here, this news about the character of the people in the text isn't new news. Let's turn to Ezekiel chapter 3 in the Septuagint, and we will hear just one of many examples of this particular description of the people in the text. After Ezekiel is commanded by God to eat the scroll and go to the house of Israel, he's told in verse 7, But the house of Israel will not listen to you, because they will not listen to me. For all the house of Israel are impudent and hard-hearted. Sclerocardii. As we can see, Paul is continuing to voice the words of Scripture. Next, I want to look at the word that is translated as revelation in verse 5. This word in Greek is apokalypseos and is a form of the noun apokalypsis, which means an uncovering, an unveiling, revealing, or revelation of something. I'm sure you all know this, but we aren't speaking about the zombie apocalypse here or referring to the widely popular Left Behind apocalyptic book series by Tim LaHaye. How the culture uses the word apocalypse and how scripture uses the word apocalypsis are two very different things. We aren't interested in what culture has to say about it, only in how scripture uses this word. In scripture, the word functions to communicate that something is being uncovered or revealed. As Paul is speaking here, it is the righteous judgment of God that is revealed. This word functions to reveal other things elsewhere in scripture. Let's turn to the Septuagint again. In Genesis chapter 8, verse 13, Noah removed apekalypse, the covering of the ark, and looked, and indeed the surface of the ground was dry. Interestingly, this word is used 14 times in Leviticus chapter 18, a part of scripture that doesn't really stand out to us as being a particularly quote-unquote apocalyptic text. It is, however, particularly concerned with forbidding the uncovering of another's nakedness. Let's look at Leviticus chapter 18 verse 7. The nakedness of your father or the nakedness of your mother you shall not uncover. Apocalypsis. Here, the revelation or the revealing is not something that is any business of the human being. 
as is apparent by the fact that it is forbidden 14 times in this chapter. In our Romans text, if it is God's righteous judgment that is revealed, then it is God who will render to each one according to his deeds. Eternal life will be rendered to those who, by patient continuance in doing good, seek for glory, honor, and immortality. Let's look at the Greek word that is collectively translated as patient continuance in English. This word in Greek is hypomonin and is a form of the noun hypomoni, which properly means to remain under endurance. They remain under endurance in doing good, or in the Greek, rather, they remain under endurance in good work, as the word translated as doing is ergu, which is a form of the noun ergon. Ergon is used to denote work, a task, employment, a deed, or action, and comes from the word ergo, which means to work or accomplish. In other words, it is an action that is declared good by the text, and God will render according to the deeds, erga, of each. But to those who are self-seeking and do not obey the truth, but obey unrighteousness, will have rendered unto them something else. Those who are self-seeking in Greek are those who are epitheus, a form of the noun epithea, which properly means to work merely for hire. They are those who have ambition or participate in rivalry. They do not obey the truth, but obey unrighteousness. The words translated as obey in both cases are from the Greek word pitho, which means to persuade or to have confidence in. If you remember, this is where we get the word faith, pistis. Really what we could say is that they are not persuaded by the truth, but are persuaded by unrighteousness. They do not obey apithusi, the truth, but obey pithomenis, unrighteousness. To find out what happens to these people, you will have to tune into next week's episode. That's all for today. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week for a new episode of Mary Read Scripture. Bye!